to another episode of the Spaghetti Fiction Podcast. I am your host, Alyssa. And I'm Chris. And today we're talking about a movie. A movie. It certainly is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> of all the movies I've ever seen, it certainly is one. Exactly. So yeah, today we're talking about the 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie. Who does it star again? It's uh, Bob Hoskins as Mario, John Leguizamo as Luigi, and yeah. Dennis Hopper as King Koopa, I think. The and guy... also, also Lance <laughs> Henriksen makes a cameo, and that's that's something. I don't know who any of these he's, people are. He's a bishop in the <laughs> Alien franchise. Ooh, interesting. Super Mario Bros., also known as Super Mario Bros. The Movie, is a 1993 American fantasy comedy film loosely based on the Mario video game series by Nintendo. The film was directed by the husband and wife team of Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so this was a film that was made in 1983. It was the first, like, big-budget video game movie at the time. Yeah. It was really ambitious for its time, I'll give it that. So I personally did not have any, like, I don't have any memories involved with this movie. Um, no. Because either. I've never, like, I didn't watch it for Bad Movie Night or anything like that. I've heard of it. Can you tell me, do you have a story of, like, when the first time you watched it? Like, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'll preface this whole thing by saying I have absolutely no experience in film or reviewing things mm-hmm. or critiquing, but I do... For some reason, I really like retro gaming. Yeah. Even though I suck at video games, mm-hmm. I'm just really interested in retro gaming and gaming history. Yeah. And um, I watch a lot of YouTubers like um, James Rolfe and uh, the gaming historian Norman Caruso. Mm-hmm. And they've ta- they've made videos talking about this. And so I watched it because I was interested. I, I knew it was notoriously bad. It certainly is. So did you like watch it by yourself or... Did you watch it with friends or what? Uh, I think probably my boyfriend and I watched it together. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember the first time I watched it. It was it was a while ago. Yeah. Fun. We were probably both drunk. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, that is definitely the only true way to watch this movie. It's the definitive way to watch this movie is intoxicated. Yeah. I know we tried to watch it. The first time we tried to watch it was last weekend, and I didn't take notes like I usually do for my episodes because I was too high and I was just trying to, like, take in the movie. <laughs> it really does warrant watching at least a few times before you can even try to comment on it. Yeah. And so the second time, I still didn't take notes, and I was also, and am also, very high. Which is right now. <laughs> yes, right at this moment. So, I don't know. I, I kind of hope this podcast goes well. Narrated by Dan Castellaneta. What? Homer Wait. Simpson himself was... Who narrated it? So the narrator by at the beginning, like oh the the guy narrating the it pixelated eight bit cartoon. Yeah. The, okay. I thought that was the Is guy who played him? Mario. I did too. Because it sounded like him, and it would huh. make more sense. No, Homer Simpson himself. Weird. Yeah. So the release date was May twenty eighth, nineteen ninety three. It had a has a total running time of one hundred and four minutes. The budget for it was forty eight million. 48 million went into that. And out came 20.9 million. Jesus, yeah. Box office was 20.9 million. I I mean, at least they, they made half their earnings back. So that's cool. About half. Almost half. 
A little less than half. Like a fourth. Mm. <laughs> An eighth. A very sad amount. But, I That's, mean, they tried. With that, so Mike Bloomberg spent almost ten times as much on advertising to win American Samoa. Than they spent on this movie. But still, this movie was too much. For, for the quality we got, even by 90 standards, I feel, was a bit... Well, okay. I, I have to take that back because there was a lot of movies in the 90s that, that tried to have these types of graphics and they were all awful. Anybody remember the original Mummy? I do. I have the uh, I have an inflation calculator so we can like see what the what those box office numbers came out to. 37, about $38 million box office, but the budget was... Million. It was 86.25. Interesting. Like 87 million. I just know movies. I know film. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go ahead and walk through this plot a little bit. Um, I'm going to be reading it off Wikipedia because I don't give a fuck about writing out my own summaries. So shout out to you, Wikipedia, for being cool like that. <clears throat> Got to get my voice ready for this. About 65 million years ago, a meteorite crashes into the Earth, killing the dinosaurs and splitting the universe into two parallel dimensions. The surviving dinosaurs, I don't really care. You know, like, that's just The people who made this movie? Yeah, yeah. So, let's talk about, like, the beginning. I don't really, like, I feel like they're explaining too much in this paragraph, but we don't need. It's just given a backstory. So, this... Narrator's given this backstory. really explicit detail, basically just like lining out everything and not giving us, the audience, a chance to like think it's like mysterious or whatever. Like, and it's like, what do you think? Wait, tell me, tell me things. Discussion time. Discussion time. Okay. Well, I'd like to point out that it starts off with no fewer than six logos. Oh, yes. We, it shows that a lot of people put their time and effort into this project and this is what they got. This is their legacy. More mm-hmm. than I'll ever accomplish, but. Touchstone. Was part of it, which was interesting, right? Buena oh no, Vista. Hollywood Pictures was not Touchdown. Buena Vista doesn't wasn't that part of ABC, which is owned by Disney? Probably. When this movie's first started, mm-hmm. and after the logos, mm-hmm. how'd you feel? Were you ready for a movie? Because <laughs> I, I was. I feel like they knew that the plot they had was too convoluted to even try to like show instead of tell so they just mm-hmm. figure blurt it all out at the beginning honestly yeah basically everything they said was pretty convoluted and like long and then we get to this part where this giant egg is on the table and then it like cracks right so in the present a mysterious woman leaves a large egg along with a rock at a catholic orphanage but as she attempts to leave she is accosted by king koopa who demands the location of the rock Rocks then fall onto the woman killing her. The egg then hatches, containing an infant girl. Um, so when did she die? I don't remember that. I just remember, like, some lady, like, and the baby, like, cracks open on the table. That's I weird. I don't know. I guess... Wikipedia, are you lying to me? Honestly, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. So, yeah, we get, we get egg baby. Egg baby. Um, and that's later to be known as Daisy. Princess Daisy. Princess Daisy. Originally appeared in Super Mario Land for the Game Boy was her first appearance. Wow. So, Interesting. Keep up with that trivia. We we love to know. I'm not a video game person, so I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> 
I don't know why they would go with Daisy instead of Peach, but... So, 20 years later, Italian-American plumbers, Mario and Luigi, live in Brooklyn, New York. And just in case you didn't know, they're Italian, they're brothers, and and they're plumbers. plumbers. So, (laughs) as we have to be told throughout the entire fucking movie. Yeah, they're living in Brooklyn, New York, and apparently they're on the verge of being driven out of business by the mafia-operated Scapelli Construction Company. And then Luigi falls for an NYU student, Daisy. I didn't know she was an NYU student. Yeah, I didn't know. I, well, I mean, I feel she like she just keeps saying the university. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I guess I probably should. We should have figured that out. But well, because they hammer home, hey, this is Brooklyn. I'm walking here. But they don't tell you that she's going to NYU. She's just a girl. All I know oh. is she's a girl. Uh, That's all that really matters in this movie. I feel like this plot was written by the people who actually made it an attempt to try and make sense of this movie for us. And they still, they're just adding in all these unnecessary details that we don't remember in the movie. Yeah. Either that or I'm just too high. I don't know. We it's get, I, very we, possibly both. True. Anyway, so uh, NYU student Daisy is, is, digs, is like digging under the Brooklyn Bridge for dinosaur bones. And then it, the fun thing, the next sentence goes, after a date, Daisy takes Luigi back to the bridge. Only to witness blah, blah, blah. What? What? I feel like we just skipped something with that sentence. It went straight to after a date. There was no nothing about like... That awkward interaction. <laughs> hey, we have a van. <laughs> Do you eat? Yes, I eat. <laughs> Dinner. Yeah, so their interaction was like one of the most awkwardest fucking things I had ever seen in my life, honestly. Like... The dialogue made no fucking sense to me. It's like a fucking humanoid wrote it, you know? I feel a timely, a great timely joke of the, hey, I, we have a van, because, you know, that definitely ages well. That's where, that's where, like, a laugh track would go if this were a TV show if instead of a movie. If this were Friends. Yeah. Reminds me of that video where uh, they have, like, clips of Ross from Friends with no music, and he just seems like a fucking serial killer. That's this movie. <laughs> the Big Bang Theory without its laugh track. That's this movie. It's yeah. kind of disturbing, <laughs> but funny in a really weird way. <laughs> what, what did we describe the the style of comedies? What, attempted slapstick? Yeah, this is an attempted slapstick for sure. With the two bozo uh, villain goons that are coming in. and like... They are Iggy and Spike, which are not originally the names of Bowser's henchmen. They're his two of his kids, which is interesting. There, yeah, there's a lot to say about that in particular, at least on the surface for me, since I'm not well-versed in the Super Mario world or whatever. There's a lot of things that they decided to take liberties with as far as, like, design and changes to who is with who or whatever, and just weird story changes that don't really go with the lore of the Mario games, right? Yeah, as somebody who actually knows a lot of little trivia bits and puts a lot of time into, like absorbing content about retro mm-hmm. gaming and stuff, whether it's playing or watching other people play. Yeah. As somebody who actually cares about this, it's like, they, they you can tell they tried to put some little nods in, mm-hmm. like the, the bob-ombs and stuff, but... Yeah. Like, putting... It, it, it's kind of like putting sprinkles on an ice cream made out of turd. Yeah. <laughs> because instead of, um, you know, actually making a coherent movie mm-hmm. based, like, in like within the, I know the the source material is somewhat scarce, 
at the time, but if they actually made a story that made sense in the context of the game universe, then they wouldn't need to pepper mm-hmm. in little... Yeah. yeah. Well, it's... I know, like, you told me earlier that there was a lot of rewrites to the script. There were. Um, so I feel like during those rewrites, they ended up getting people who probably didn't really know Nintendo, like, didn't really... weren't fans or knew anything about it or the games, and they just kind of wrote shit that didn't really make any sense to them, and then the people, like, the Nintendo producers and stuff were like, change it to this name to make, you know, because it's, like, a character name, right? And they were like, yeah, throw in the bomb or the bomb, whatever. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> bomb A bomb A bomb <laughs> Throw a little bomb in there with his Reebok shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get some of that advertisement money, bitch. Like, yeah. There's the obvious Nintendo Super Scope as the de-evolution guns. Mm-hmm. But there's also Evian and Water. Reeboks. Oh, Evian? Evian is that? That's like, okay, yeah, because earlier Evian. you said oh, Evian, and I was like, what's Evian? Evian? What, Evian? Evian. Evian. It's See, like a... from Superstar where she goes, where her name, the le- one of the main characters' name is Evian. And the person's like, go drink a bottle. <laughs> it's such a good... See, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a hick bitch. I don't drink water that I can't pronounce. Yeah, I feel like throughout, like, the rewrites of the script, it's just people who don't really know what the fuck's going on, and they just kind of put some shit together, and we got this illogical mess of a quote-unquote film. Does it even deserve the term film? I guess it could just be a video short I, I mean, <laughs> movie. What... Yeah, it's a film, I guess. But it's, like, such a... Film is In a the fancier... Most technical... Film is, like, what you call, like, a great movie. Well, a movie is what you call a subpar movie. Okay, no, this is a movie, then. So this is a movie, yeah. It's it's lower than subpar, though. Like, it's yeah. not... It doesn't even, like, meet the mark barely for me, so... It's it's so bad that it's kind of in cult film territory. It's yeah. popular in its own way, but not because it's good. Yeah. yeah, so we meet the goons, Iggy and Spike... With their attempted slapstick of them, like, hitting each other. It's very reminiscent of uh, the Three Stooges, but incredibly stupid. I mean, I've never really been a fan of the Three Stooges. I know my grandpa watched it all the time, and I was just, like, not into it. Um, I don't care for that type of humor, personally. But even if I did, I just want to find it funny. Like, I just don't think that the attempt... It was an attempt, but not a good one, for sure. <laughs> this this movie has basically two weapons in its humor arsenal. There's mm-hmm. bad slapstick and, like, one-liners. And shitty puns. That, too. Like, as... Okay, like, look. I, 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 I'm I down with a couple of puns here and there when they're kind of witty, and they just kind of come out out of nowhere. And if the timing is right, like, yeah. Because I know me and my friends will, like, throw puns at each other, right? Mm-hmm. But not, like, 24-7, because once you start throwing that shit in all the time, it gets boring, and it's kind of annoying, and it's cringy. And that's and I feel like they did that a bit too much in this movie. Oh, they definitely like, did. And just the way they would delivered it was just so fucking lame. It was like, I, I want to fucking say Bill Nye, but it's one of those types of, like, Bill Nye videos where they try and, like, they're trying to teach you something and they think yeah. that throwing in these like cool fucking slang <laughs> words is going to make you more interested, but you just disconnected from your audience. <laughs> That's a very good way to put it. Yeah. Definitely get what you're talking about. Yeah. Cause like, and that's what it is. It's like, these people are very disconnected from their audience, but really who, who is who their there? Audience is. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. They don't even really have a target audience because there's times with the jokes and everything that seems like it's supposed to be more, oriented towards kids and then and then, <laughs> and then there's big bertha 
Big and all the Bertha. all the implied rape. Oof. Like, Want to expand was, more on fucking, that? Well, not not implied rape, but like implied Sexual. rape threats. Oh wait, when was that exactly? Like scattered, like anytime, basically anytime Koopa interacts with Daisy, it's fucking gross. Oh yeah, he's so fucking, he's so fucking weird. I mean, I don't. I, if I was the person who played King Koopa, I would be very uncomfortable even having to like yeah. say these lines. Like, who wrote this script? Honestly, let's see. Who, who probably did write the script? Parker Bennett. Terry Runte and Ed Solomon. Ed Solomon's the no only one who sounds are. familiar. Ed Solomon sounds familiar, but I'm probably like thinking of someone else. He's the only one on the Wikipedia page who's who's named. got a blue name, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the people who are writing this movie, or at least two thirds of them, don't fucking do anything because then they got blacklisted by Hollywood after helping write this movie. So yeah. that would make sense to me because this movie is awful and I just don't. <sighs> but yeah, so tell me more about these attempted sexual assaults with the. Well, maybe not even attempt. Just like there's the one where he's like, hey, like, you know, they never forget the first time you kiss a lizard and he fucking like sticks his long ass fork tongue oh, out. Yeah. Dude, there's yeah, it's like scenes where he's like gross fucking cornering Daisy, and it's like being really like he sounds like he wants to like sexually assault her, and I don't know, like I I could make the argument that that if this movie was more geared towards children, and this is gonna sound very not really political, but in that scope, like it's just gonna make it sound like oh yeah, we're just telling you that it's okay to verbally sexually assault women you know what i mean yeah like it's it's kind of being like yeah but then i don't know i feel like at the same time like it's pretty obvious that you should be afraid of this dude but it's just too sexually charged for something that seems like uh, on if when you look at it from afar it seems like it's supposed to be geared towards children because super mario like I just don't understand, like, what they're trying to get at here. Like, they're trying to target every single audience, and that doesn't work. Yeah, by trying to appeal to everyone, they ended up appealing to absolutely nobody except dumbasses like me who like to watch it ironically. You got somebody, I guess. (laughs) I think a great example of, like, the opposite issue would be, like, most Pixar movies, because, like, they are directed towards kids mostly, but then they have elements of it that adults can kind of relate to without it being too, in a, like, without it being inappropriate for children yeah. to watch, you know? Yeah, so they sure. understand how to make a, how to, how to, you know, market themselves towards a wide audience range. But obviously, like, Nintendo and their little, their writers or whatever didn't. He, he makes her put on a dress that belonged to her mother, I'm pretty sure. Ew. Yeah. That's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's just this whole, this whole movie is like just so... <laughs> There's the scene in the nightclub. Uh. Oh yes, big Bertha, Bertha wearing her scandalous outfit. She looks like a pile of king crab legs with all those spikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, her outfit is like this red latex suit looking dress thing and she's got like spikes all over her. So I'm guessing she's supposed to be a character from the game... But in I, name only. So Big name. Bertha is the name. In in Super Mario Brothers 3, there's a giant uh, cheap, cheap fish mm-hmm. named Big Bertha. She but, doesn't look like that in 
in the movie. See, Nothing about her outfit says fish. It's just in name. And that's the thing with this movie, too. It's like they don't really establish any of their characters. They just kind of have people pop up and be like, oh, yeah, that's supposed to be that character from the game. Mm-hmm. But they don't really... If you established your characters and kind of laid out like little accents to their personality or what they wear to kind of showcase, oh, yeah, that's supposed to be that character, that would make more sense in the movie. <laughs> And in the in the context of the movie, the henchmen knew her name and were like describing her like, would you, is she corpulent or whatever? Like Ew. talking about her boobs. Oh, is she luscious and like something like that? <laughs> something like that. And they're like, oh yeah, that's Big Bertha. See, they're they're they try sexualization to sexualization of women. Yeah. Great. Oh yeah, where he fucking bites the meteor piece between her boobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, like, dancing for whatever reason. Basic, so part of the, the whole meteor hitting the world, splitting the, splitting the universe in half. So when the, when, the, when the meteor that killed the dinosaurs hit, mm-hmm. it didn't kill... The, in this timeline, it didn't kill the dinosaurs. Yeah. It just split us into two realities where the dinosaurs survived and, and they <laughs> didn't. Mm-hmm. And we live in the one where they didn't. And monkeys mm-hmm. evolved into humans. So you managed to make more sense of that than I did, and I watched it twice. I was kind of confused, like, what was going on. Yeah, like, just kind of breaking this movie down piece by piece, as we've already really established, like, I, the slapstick comedy element of it was really fucking stupid. The characters are never really established. They're just kind of wishy-washy as far as, like, their actions. Like, with Big Bertha, like, they're... They're supposed to be enemies, right? Am I correct in this assumption? Yeah, you would it's, think so. It's like assumed so in the beginning, right? She but then, still steals the necklace from them. Yeah, and then, you know, in the club, he man- Mario gets the necklace back from Big Bertha, and she's, like, pissed off, right? Because mm-hmm. they're still, like, angry. But then something happens. What happens? Because I don't remember. I think Koopa finds them in the nightclub or something, and she helps them put on the the stompers, the rocket boots to escape. Yeah, so Koopa finds them, and then for some reason Big Bertha automatically wants to help them? There's really no, she, there's really no reason, like... I think she was like, I think it was supposed to be like, oh, she's, she's got the hots for Mario now, because she like, grabs him and kisses the, kisses him before they leave. Oh. Well, I mean, okay, but that's... They just kind of threw that in there. They're just trying to give these characters reasons to do they, they don't want to... They're not even... Okay. What I'm trying to say is they're not trying to give reasons as to why these characters automatically take a 180. They're just kind of throwing it in there because it, it's very obvious that these people don't really give a fuck. Yeah. You know? It's probably gotten to that point where nobody fucking cares. They just want to get this shit over with. They're tired of working with these producers from Nintendo because they're probably assholes. And there you go. <laughs> like... <laughs> so I get it. You know? And then, like... We got the sexual assault... Type of type of language going on here, and this objectification of Big Bertha, baby. I think he was saying something like, "Don't fight it" or something. Oh yes, don't fight it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's definitely something that would not be taken the wrong way, right? Yeah, for sure. Gosh. So yeah, we have all that fucking weird shit going on, and then I feel like the next thing that we should talk about is these beautiful special effects that we are seeing throughout the movie. They are prime, you know, 90 special effects, something you'd see in a 90, Windows 98, you know, (laughs) fucking computer, uh, a PlayStation 1. I mean, that's just, it's amazing. It really is. So the 
Uh, I'd like to say, first of all, I know this isn't special effects, but pyrotechnics, I'm pretty sure half of this movie's budget went to sparks. Just sparks. Just everywhere. And like, I, I, they're unnecessary. I will say I really like the set building and the world building mm-hmm. of the the other world, the Dino Dino Hatton. Well, Dino Hatton. Dino Hatton. That's, that's what it's called. That's funny. That's so original and not creative. Yep. <laughs> Dino Hatton. So I really like, I actually really like the look of Dino Hatton. And it was actually filmed in an abandoned cement factory, mm-hmm. which... That's really interesting. If you if you watch the movie knowing that, you're like, oh yeah, I, I can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that would go under more like set design. I think the set design was decent. Like, I'll give it that, you know. Mm-hmm. It was very believable. It was definitely New York. If they did film it in New York, who knows? Who knows? Anyway, because sometimes they like film it somewhere else, even though yeah. it's not New York. Because it's cheaper, I guess. I think it was in um, one of the Carolinas. One of the Carolinas. One of the Carolinas. Oh, okay. That's great. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Yeah, the set design was pretty decent. But the special effects definitely, you know, I can't really like gripe at them too much because it is very... It was 1993. It was 93, you know. Before just, Windows 98. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Before Windows 98. Making that comparison and they were ahead of the time. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Pioneers. <laughs> Oof, yes. I don't really, yeah, I can't really, like, knock it too hard, but, like, some of it was just fucking funny. And that's what, you know, it didn't age well, but I feel like that's what gives it some charm. It's like, you can at least laugh at the, the ridiculous fucking effects that they do. Like, I know what... Can you name some examples? Uh, there is when they first pull Daisy through the portal and she's trying to, like, break back through it. Oh, yeah. Like, with the, um, like, through that through sand. Through the sand, yeah. Yeah, that was fucking awful. Like, that was some shitty graphics. Like, it looked so fake and, like, a, a, a horrible rendition of a 3D effect. It was, it was pretty shit. But it was fun. I loved that part. That was my favorite, honestly. That made it's me so laugh. Bad. Yeah. Oh, also when they do the Thanos snap. Oh, basically good Lord, the Thanos the, snap. But basically, King Koopa and I think it was Luigi mm-hmm. and Mario, or just Mario. Probably, I think it was just Mario. And they all they they start to like fade away like the like the Thanos thing. Like an Infinity War. Yeah, and they end up. What was it? Time traveling to uh, another they, dimension. They merge. The dimensions merge because oh. they were split when the meteor hit, and by re putting the piece mm-hmm. back in the meteor. It burges the dimensions, and so I don't know where the twin towers were going, but going they were. Oh yeah, we need to talk about we that do. too. So, and part of the disintegration type thingamajig, a lot of different things get disintegrated, including the twin towers. Yeah, so didn't age well. Obviously, Nintendo predicted nine eleven. Yeah. Um, better than the psychic twins. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was definitely a fun time. And again, that it's it's things like that. Even though that was obviously like nine eleven was a tragedy, it was just was, like it's. Yeah. They just didn't know, and that's what's so funny. Is like they genuinely didn't they know that no was going to happen. And it just, I'm not going to oh. lie, I don't really remember too much of this movie. It was really hard to kind of... I don't blame you. It's hard to follow. It's, it was hard for me to follow because it was so fucking nonsensical, and the, everything just... Nothing really made sense to me. I just... It was just... It was a ride for sure. Uh, I will say that Goomba is 
very like the t- the toad goomba. Mm, yeah, he's the best. The goombas are the best because they're really cute, and I feel like with that kind of um, puppeteering and stuff, it's really hard to make a puppet that's not cute. You know, yeah. like it's so hard. Like the mannerisms, it's like it's really adorable. It's adorable. So I feel like that was their saving grace in that movie was goombas because they were really cute. I could stand it when they were like, especially her the. Harmonica boy, my big boy. Oh, yes, he was so cute. He's a good boy. He's yeah. doing his best. He is. He brought her steamed vegetables. Which, of all the, like, okay, be a vegetarian, don't eat meat, but learn how to cook your fucking vegetables. Yeah. Steamed. The only true way to eat vegetables, obviously. Gross. <laughs> Baby, um, I was about to call him Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> oh god what are yoshi, yoshi. <laughs> the little yoshi uh-huh oh that's one character design that is completely not even anything close to no not to what all. the game design looks like oh, good lord and that is also something that i need to bring up real quick because jesus christ dude like why i know you're going for like a live action thing but you can at least kind of try and make them similar it's like with the whole lion king remake there mm-hmm. it's very realistic that it just kind of loses its character and personality i know that obviously mario brothers in the lion king remake or it's gonna be <laughs> a, it's a different thing and who knows but like still it's like the same principle like don't Try and go for something super realistic, especially when you're trying to do an attempted slapstick comedy directed towards children, adults, old people, dead people. I don't know. Um, Everything. (laughs) My dog. My plant. Yeah, the character design, it doesn't make it any memorable because it's like you want... You're you're basically promoting those characters, right? Yeah. And so you're using that to market your movie to make more money... We don't even really see, like, Luigi, Mario and Luigi in their, like, outfit outfits, right? Until towards the end of the movie. Yeah. So, who, we don't know who's who. Like, I guess I can understand because, obviously, the guy who's playing Mario, Bob Hoskins, is kind of shorter and fat, right? And Mario is, like, the, the bigger dude, right? Yeah. And then Luigi's the more little, like, slender guy, and that's the other dude. Like... I can kind of see it, but also it's like it still doesn't really do anything for me. So my my gripe as a Nintendo nerd is canonically Mario and Luigi are twin brothers, actually, yeah. like fraternal twins. So Luigi's taller, but Mario is older, barely. But like they're twins, hmm. and so there's a huge age difference. He's more like his dad in this movie. He says that that Mario raised him. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good point to bring up. Uh, another uh, example of how they just the disconnect between like the movie and the yeah. the franchise of the video games. Like they obviously just didn't really give a fuck whoever wrote this. <laughs> and that's what makes it great and more illogical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, after that whole like they merged the dimensions and stuff, right? Mario Bros. rescue Davy, Daisy, Davy, Davy, <laughs> Davy. <laughs> with the help of Toad, a good-natured guitarist who was developed into a Goomba as punishment. Oh no! It's, 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 it says guitarist. No, who's devolved? Devolved. Oh, what did I say? Developed. Oh, devolved into a Goomba as punishment. Wait, so who? He was a guitarist. He was the guy playing the guitar, and they put him in the devolver. Oh, and his name's Toad? His name is Toad. Oh, I thought Toad was the harmonica dude. No, that is. 
he he was the the, the the person first, and then he got put in the de-evolution chamber. That's a that's a mechanic in this movie. The de-evolution and evolution gun chamber. It doesn't make I sense. No, but I kind of hate Toad even more now, knowing that he was a real person. Mm. Also, another another example of character design. Toad don't fucking look like that. I mean, no, he's not a reptilian like that, dude. He, Little, little mushroom looking dude like mushroom. I don't get it like he it just completely changed like I was I don't want to say gender because <laughs> it's not gender species <laughs> gosh I'm like losing all my words right now I don't know what the fuck's going on but yeah so we got that going on right and then so eventually the two word worlds merge and Koopa devolves Scapelli into a chimpanzee before going off to Mario, which that chimp was kind of cute. Like, Lies. and also that that's a great visual effect of him turning from a man into a chimp. That was so it's like awful. An Animorphs book. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Luigi and Daisy manage to remove the fragment from the meteorite, and then the worlds separate again. So that's cool. And in Dino Hat, Dino Hat. <laughs> Mario, Mario, <laughs> I got so used to hearing them say Mario. Mario. That's what my grandfather calls him. Yeah, Mario. Playing Super Mario. <laughs> See, another thing I almost forgot is this movie. They a lot of the times they pronounce his name Mario. Mario. And so yeah, and so I, I now I'm like gonna keep saying it on accident. Yep. <laughs> but Mario confronts Koopa and eventually defeats him when he and Luigi fire their de-evolution guns at Koopa and blast him with a bob omb. Yeah. Sex bob omb. Sex bob omb. <laughs> uh, Koopa now transformed into a ferocious semi-humanoid Tyrannosaurus attempts to kill the Mario Bros, but. They destroy him once and for all by transforming him into an actual Tyrannosaurus Rex. What? Which is too intense for him to live through? And it's... What? Okay, that the sentence... is a, Am I the only one who thinks that sentence doesn't make any sense no, to me? No, that makes a no sense whatsoever. They just they just devolve. Which is too intense for him to live through. What what do you, what gave that away? What what made you think I that? Again, who is right? They're taking some like artistic liberties when Within, writing this plot. <laughs> they're taking artistic liberties with their own by their own rules too. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it's it. Like you're making this whole universe so you can do what you want with it, but just be consistent. So whoever's listening to this podcast, just be aware. You're learning along with us, apparently, because we don't... We this don't. Is, apparently, this is not the movie I watched. I don't know what this is. This but is bullshit. <laughs> I'd like to have weird. a word with whoever wrote this wiki page. They're trying to make sense of it. That's what they do. And, 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 and then, with that, made it even more illogical. So, yeah, he turns into a primeval... Pri, pri, primal, pr primeval? Primeval slime... Whatever that means. Um, with Daisy's father restored after Koopa's defeat, he reclaims control over the kingdom. The citizens celebrate and immediately destroy anything under Koopa's influence, as it should be. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a, a, just a just a genuinely good thing happened, and then it turns into riots. Perfect. Um, yeah, so Luigi professes, I was about to say possesses, professes his love for Daisy and wants her to come to Brooklyn with him. But Daisy cannot come until the damage caused by Koopa is repaired, and thus she spent, she wants to spend more time with her father. Heartbroken, Luigi kisses Daisy goodbye, like, <laughs> and he and Mario return home to Brooklyn. 
with Daisy watching them leave. Three weeks later, the Mario Bros. are getting ready for dinner when their story comes on the news and the anchorman says they should be called the, the Super, Super Mario, Mario Bros. Brothers. movie. <laughs> 1993. HD. Gone. Sexual. <laughs> At Ram Ranch. <laughs> yes. Ram Ranch. <laughs> And oh, there's the post-credit scene. Two Japanese business executives propose making a video game based on Iggy and Spike, now trapped on Earth, who decide to title what? on the title the Super Koopa. Cousins. I have never seen that post-credit scene. What the fuck are they talking about? That's a good question. I yeah, interesting. So yeah, that was the movie. There was. I know. It probably seems like we're all over the place, but trust me, that's a great so representation this of this movie. Yeah. It yeah. <laughs> I know you've been telling me some facts that you've learned from the YouTube videos you yeah. watched about the background of like the making of this movie. Would mm -hmm. you care to share anything? Yeah, so um originally considered for the role of Mario was Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Uh, he turned it down. Nice. They wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger to be Koopa. Imagine if that did happen. I, that, I would love that movie. I would die for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Apparently it was everybody on cast was miserable. Uh, they drank on mm. set a lot. As most... John Leguizamo, who played Luigi, he uh, apparently did one of his uh, stunt takes drunk. Oh, that's And definitely. broke Bob Hoskins' hand in the process. Oh, shit. <laughs> and so uh, for most of the movie, uh, you can't see it because they painted it to match his skin, but he's wearing, Bob Hoskins is wearing a cast. Oh, shit. I gotta see that part again. I don't know if I'd want to, if that would warrant watching the entire movie again. No, just watch like a, <laughs> watch one of those. Watch uh, the movie clips. <laughs> if anyone is interested in learning more about the behind the scenes of this movie, I would strongly recommend the Cinemassacre channel video um, or... Um, gaming historian mm -hmm. about this movie. Yeah. So overall, uh, what would you rate this movie? So like, unironically? Just, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, how would you rate it? Objectively, probably like a 4 out of 10. Mm. Um, but as in terms of the so bad it's good fun factor, mm -hmm. it's it's pretty fun. It's like a 8 fun yeah on the fun scale i feel like overall i would give this a um i give it like a two out of five plungers <laughs> that's that's my, because uh, you know rating. they're plumbers well who would have known in case you forgot oh that reminds me part of the set design when we finally see their apartment they just have a thing of fucking plungers on their mm -hmm. wall like a gun rack on a gun rack, yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Strap up, Luigi. We got some plumbing to do. <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of Luigi, we almost forgot to mention the belt. Oh my god, his work belt. Okay, guys, listen, he's got this rainbow-colored boat, uh, um, belt. Tool belt. Tool belt, that thing. Um, excuse me, but Luigi, Luigi says, says gay, gay rights. Like, come on. He was with it way before the time. Yep. <laughs> He's like, I support it. He LGBT, baby. Luigi got big titties. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's also, like, a fun part. Thank you for reminding yes. me. I just kind of, like, it's it, this movie is a lot to take in, so it takes some time, guys. It takes some time. I could like, <laughs> watch it five more times, and each time still find something new to say about it. 
Yeah, I mean, if you guys, that's a good uh, review of it. So if that intrigues you, please, guys, go watch it. I did, I will, for those, okay, so for those of you who are interested, usually in our um, episodes when we try to find, like, a bad movie that we wanted to talk about, we've had to find it on, like, obscure websites or, like, kind of, like, download it or something like that. And, like, yeah, I know a lot of you guys do that, but, like, Whatever, I don't really usually tell people where, just on the off chance that, like, it gets taken down on that site. Um, but for this um, movie in particular, it was uploaded to the archive.org. Um, and I'm pretty sure, like, they keep up with, like, what is uploaded there. Like, if it's something, like, super duper copyrighted or whatever, mm-hmm. or not obscure, I'm sure they take it down. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I... That's I'm ju- that's just what I think. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. But uh, so yeah, for those of you who want to watch it without going to some weird sketchy website or watching it in 180p, <laughs> you can watch it on archive.org. But all in all, this movie was just super weird for me. Uh, it definitely a fun ride. Would recommend 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. <laughs> 10 egg babies out of 10. 10 egg babies out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so looking at the IMDb trivia page, I know uh, Chris basically gave a f- some. Apparently says, an article in Spy Magazine claimed that the script was being rewritten so many times during production that the actors stopped paying attention to these daily rewrites. So, nearly half an hour of footage was cut to give the movie a proper running time. The deleted scenes include an extended sequence of Koopa chasing Daisy's mother in New York, which featured him gazing admiringly at the buildings, which would later inspire his warped construction projects in Dino Hatton. Interesting. Uh, Mario and Luigi actually confronted the Scapelli brothers, Mike and Doug. Wario and Waluigi. Yep. In the <laughs> Riverfront Cafe. They threatened the cafe's owner, Pascal, by invoking the bo- their boss's name. Pascal takes Mario aside and offers him and Luigi a free lunch to make it up to them, which leads to an alternate scene of Mario and Luigi, Luigi eating. Daisy enters the cafe and uses the payphone inside, slipping on a wet floor as she leaves. Luigi catches oh her and the movie I... continues that way. Mario and Luigi getting ready for their dinner date during which Luigi expresses embarrassment about being a plumber. Mario chastises him and tells him he has no family pride. That's That cuts deep, dude. <laughs> An extended sequence in the de-evolution chamber during which one of the Devo technicians yeah. is de-evolved. Whipping <laughs> into slime. <laughs> a, dub, a puddle <laughs> can still be seen on the floor in the final film. Iggy and Spike get drunk at the Boom Boom Bar in rap. What the fuck is that? What? Which Lena cites later to Koopa as them preaching your overthrow. Uh-huh. So, okay. So what this is basically telling me that a majority of the deleted scenes that they cut were would have just made the plot more confusing. Of course. But then there was like two that I felt like they actually probably could have helped a little bit. Yeah, a little <laughs> like, bit. A crumb of context, maybe. So, yeah, it's that. those are a mixed bag. But that was some fun, cute little trivia. There's a lot more on here. Too much more. Um, if any of you guys are interested in, in reading more about that, uh, you definitely go to their IMDb page or watch the um, videos that Chris talked about. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope... Uh, this is more logical than the movie itself. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SpaghettiFicPod and SpaghettiFictionPod. We also do have a Facebook page, but we never really fucking use it. Uh, make sure you check out my co-host Richard's podcast with his brother Devin, the wildlife podcast where you can find 
on SoundCloud or like their blog or whatever. Thank you so much for coming on. And yeah, thanks for having me. I am, uh, yeah. No, I didn't. We will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Once again, I would love to thank all of the listeners of today's episode. I would also love to thank Nate, a friend of the podcast, who did the opening intro for our episode today. You could find him on SoundCloud under the name Raspberry Slush. We will also have his links in the show notes if you want to listen to more of his stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in.